From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. As mentioned, the... uh the biosecurity issue that is happening here in New South Wales as a result of the bees is uh, is worsening slightly. Uh, well, that is one good thing, I suppose, that we are catching them. But we have had another biosecurity zone set up after the varroa mite was discovered in beehives at three more properties. Minister for Agriculture Dougald Saunders said that the move accounts for an infested, several infested premises, goodness, try saying that on a Wednesday morning, which is located outside the existing zones. Since Friday, they've established the three-tier response in areas and the subsequent statewide emergency order has been in place and it's now gone into Bulladeela. He joins me on the line now. Good morning, Minister Saunders. How are you? Hi, Tracy. Good to talk to you. Same. Now, look, I mean, I suppose this is a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's great that we are catching this uh, this little mite, but uh, it does mean that it's travelling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's concerning to know that it's travelling, but I guess it does show that our tracing and our surveillance is working, and you know, that, that's what we would hope. If, if nothing was turning up anywhere, that might be even more concerning, as in, are we missing things, would be probably the question. So knowing that we've actually done a, a pretty quick trace to, to get to Bulladeela to see him as well um, is showing that we've been able to do that. Now, that, that continues, and it does need to continue for several more days yet, and that's about literally doing the, um, the surveillance, um, the, the, the chasing up of where hives may have moved from and where they've ended up. Uh, and that's a lot of discussions. It's a lot of work on the ground, literally, that happens every hour to, to help assess that. And then when, um, when movements are detected, I guess, or, or talked about, then it's about going and inspecting those hives as quickly as possible and determining if there is varroa mite infestation there. So that's what's been happening. That's what will continue to happen. And it's quite possible, possible that we'll end up with more of those incursion zones around other areas. Are you concerned? I spoke with one of uh, the beekeepers here in the Hunter yesterday. He's based in Williamtown. He's got something like 180 hives. He also breeds queen queen bees as well. You know, it is just devastating to him and uh, and his business and his livelihood. It's got to be a concern to yourself and the government. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's um, you know just just looking at the the human side of things. This is an industry um, that's that's you know to work hard the whole time to. Um, to do what it does. It's, it's not an easy job tending bees. And at a commercial level, you're moving uh, hundreds of hives around to get honey flow. You know, we've had years of drought where people were literally um, going all around the state to try and find flowering trees of any kind um, during the most difficult period to not only keep honey flowing, but also to, to keep pollination services going. So, you know, people work hard in this industry and then to think that they could be about to lose their livelihood, it's pretty tough stuff. And it, there's no, you know, there's no simple way of putting it when you're talking to somebody about losing their livelihood. It's a really difficult conversation. So I guess the, the point about that is that we're trying to make sure that there is an understanding that, that there will be some support there. Now, I don't know exactly how that looks at this point in time, but we're working with industry. There's a deed of agreement that the bee industry has with government, and I've got a meeting today again with the Federal Ag Minister around, um, I guess, ongoing support from a federal level. Uh, but we do need to work out how that can actually best benefit beekeepers. And mostly that will focus to start with, at least on commercial beekeepers, ones that use it for their livelihood. Um, but then there'll also be uh, a number of recreational beekeepers that have you know, quite a, a number of, of hives that will be impacted by this 
quite a lot as well. And, and we're talking about everything from, as you mentioned, breeding queen bees and exporting them uh, to, to doing, you know, hundreds of hives in the back of a truck to go and pollinate almonds or macadamias or whatever it might be. So it is a, a widespread impact and one we'll continue to work on with the industry. A total of seven um, infested premises have been discovered so far through the, the contact tracing. God, I can't believe we're talking contact tracing again, yeah, um, yeah. Um, including obviously the initial detection at, uh, at the port of Newcastle. What is the next step? Now, I know that some of these hives have been, they've already been eradicated. What is the process with that eradication? Look, it's, it's basically euthanizing the bees and, and burning the hives. Um, but the, the, and, and it doesn't all happen at once. I think people um, think that, you know, it, it's simply a, a big pile on and, and you do everything in one day. But because of the process and, I guess, the investigative work that goes on uh, around inspecting the hives individually, it, it is a bit of a process. So it will continue to happen over coming days um, as as things are worked through with the beekeepers and, and with our staff on the ground. So it literally is a matter of um, normally gassing the bees, but in some cases I think there'll be baits used as well within hives, um, which essentially puts the bees to sleep, and then uh, hives are essentially burnt to destroy them and destroy any um, any possible mites that might be within. Oh, that's just heartbreaking, isn't it? Now, the big message that uh, that we're hearing from yourself and from DPI is that uh, no matter how small your beehive may be, you need to uh, to register it. You need to let people know that uh, that you have it. That is the case, I believe. Yeah, look, and the reason for that is that, that there are plenty of people that, that just haven't um, worried about registering. If you're just doing beekeeping as a hobby and you might have a couple of hives or you might have five or ten you don't necessarily need to register. Um, often people will just so that they're receiving certain industry newsletters and that sort of thing, but plenty don't. So the call now is to really make sure that we are aware of the number of hives you've got and where they are. And that's a simple phone call or logging onto the DPI website and registering. But the 1800 number is a really quick, easy way to do that. So that's one eight hundred zero eight four. 881 and that can um, that's being made we've ramped up the capabilities on that hotline number so that people can call in let us know where you are where your hives are how many hives you've got that can make the whole process a bit more simple now i know this is a, a question for once it's uh, it's solved and, and underway but how did this get in how did the, it get into those uh, those sentinel hives at the port of newcastle how did it come in yeah, look, and that, that's a question we'll continue to work on probably in the background. Um, at this stage, it sort of doesn't matter anymore. Um, it's about where it's possibly going to that we need to worry about and, and focus on. Where it came from, it's obviously come from somewhere overseas. We're just not sure exactly where at this point in time. We'll continue working on that in doing the tracing back from the other way. Uh, but in the meantime, the main focus is not where it came from, but where it's possibly going to and where it's ended up. So... Um, a lot of work going on on that side of things. We'll continue to work on the tracing from the origins as well, but um, you know that that's not quite as important at the moment as where it's going. How bad do you think this could get, Minister? Oh, look, it could be it could be the worst case scenario. I'm I'm still remaining optimistic at this point in time. We've got the the best people on the ground doing the work right now. We've got an industry that's really cooperative. I've had uh, a number of conversations um, with the, the president of the Aprist Association of New South Wales. Um, we've got all of those industry um, groups represented um, in our emergency centres who are, who are handling this situation. So I think there's a real collaboration here between industry um, and our DPI experts, which is fantastic. So I'm, I'm optimistic, but at the end of the day, this is a significantly concerning situation. Uh, every day 
things can change. We just need to make sure we're on top of it and, and doing the best we can. And it certainly sounds like we are. Look, thank you so much for your time. I know how, uh, how very busy you are at the moment and uh, I, really, uh, I really wish you the very, very best and I really do think that it is, uh, hope that it is best case scenario because it could be quite devastating. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tracy. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is the Minister for Agriculture, Dougald Saunders. And, uh, yes, talking about those new biosecurity zones that uh, that have been set up after two uh, new cases were identified in Newcastle and at Seam. And that is on top of uh, what is happening up at Bulladeela. So there are several different zones at the moment in place. If you do own a beehive or if you have, uh, have somebody who has a beehive and they haven't registered it, they're not in trouble in any way, shape or form, but they do need to, uh, to contact DPI. And you can find out more information on uh, if you go to uh, dpi.newsouthwales.gov.au backslash Varroa, V-A-R-R-O-A. If you go to that website, you'll be able to find all of the information that you need to register yourself and uh, what you need to do with your beehives. And please don't just think that, well, I'm not in the zone. I'm, you know, I'm not going to lose my bees. I don't want to lose my bees. We can't do that. We can't. It's just uh, we've got to get rid of uh, rid of all of them, sadly and devastatingly. But uh, please, just uh, just be sensible at the moment because this is a lot bigger than just uh, one person. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. With over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blacksland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from nine, only on Newcastle Live.